Now, if it's one thing I know, is mm-hmm. that you have an open for this movie. I do, actually. So myself and Raven Simone have a few things in common. Uh, she spent uh, a summer in Barcelona, and I also studied abroad in Barcelona. So I'm going to return us to uh, a song that she sang over in the streets of Barcelona. You got one more Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> nah, then sat here patiently and listen to you tell this shit. <laughs> one more Barcelona. <laughs> Because it relates. <laughs> Amigas, cheetahs, friends for life. The rhythm in each other, that's what keeps us tight. Amigas, cheetahs, living the dream. Nothing is ever gonna come between. Amigas. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I didn't see it going that way. I thought you was going to reach back in your bag of songs and uh, dust off your old trusty old faithful. Girl. Because <laughs> I've been knowing you since I was 10. <laughs> My other thought was I was going to do a Dirty Laundry spoof, Kelly Rowland song, but I was going to you know, remix it to relate to this movie. So I only got one line though. So I couldn't really do that. What song is that? Who even knows that song? Everyone knows Dirty Laundry by Kelly Rowland. It was her most vulnerable single ever. Let's do this dirty laundry, this dirty laundry. Because I only single. got to the first. It was a single. It, it premiered on V103. I remember. Do <laughs> <laughs> you be hearing yourself? Because <laughs> the only line I got from that. For all the Kelly Rowland fans out there, it was on. When my sister was on stage, married to an NFL baller, I was enraged, feeling it like a motherfucker. You know, that's all I got. And then I couldn't really break down the rest of the girls in, in the scene in enough time. So I went with Amiga's Cheetahs instead. So maybe we'll find another place for Dirty Laundry later in the season. Okay. Well, that was quite an open. <laughs> Sydney, mm-hmm. what did we watch this week? This week, we tuned into, if not now, when? Released in 2019, available to stream on BET+, directed by Tamara Bass and Megan Good, also written by Tamara Bass and Megan Good, starring both of these lovely ladies as well, uh, as well as Makia Cox, Lexi Underwood, McKinley Freeman, Niles Fitch, and Megan Holder. All right, let's start the show. The new chilling circuit. Welcome back to the new chilling circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex, and I'm Sid. And every week we watch a Black independent film. Why? Because we love them. And I told y'all this is gonna come back around sometime this season. And the time is right now. Let's do the 60-second, 60-second challenge. Sydney, you said it five minutes ago. Sydney, you said it two minutes ago. I'm exaggerating. You said it two minutes ago. But I told everybody it was going to come back around. Okay, I don't want to hear it for the rest of the season. I don't want to hear it for the rest of the season. Okay, I'm just saying. I don't want to. If we watch a movie titled Dirty Laundry, that can't be your open. I don't want to hear it. You just exhausted it. You can't stop me. Anyway. 
Before we get into the 60-second challenge this week, where Alexis will explain the plot of If Not Now, When, in 60 seconds or less, uh, first want to thank y'all for coming back this week and supporting the show while I have you. And if you have not done this already, go ahead, leave a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcast, and just do us a, a little small favor. Hit that retweet button real quick on Twitter and let everybody know this week's episode is out and live. All right, y'all. Back to the 60-second challenge. Alexis, <laughs> are you ready to explain the plot of If Not Now, When in 60 Seconds or Less? Yes, I think I'm ready. Think you ready? I knew you heard the song before. I don't know the song, Sydney. Let's start. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we got a group of four friends who met back when they was kids, and they didn't all mm-hmm. grew up. Now the thing happened when they was kids was that one of them, Tyra, had a baby right there mm-hmm. um, at the end of high school, um, yep. and then years later, you know, Tyra still went on to finish school, finish college, you know, mm-hmm. start a career off, uh, and meet a man. She got married too. Um, mm-hmm. Now the baby's 15. Thing is, Tyra also picked up a pill habit. Uh, so she is mm. going ahead and, and, and on her journey to sobriety as well. Now the other friends, we got one friend, Miss D. She's a choreographer. She got mm-hmm. a, a Is this she the one with the kid? Yes, she has a kid. Mm-hmm. And she working mm-hmm. out her old her old marriage type of situation. We got yep. another one, uh, Patty, who mm-hmm. is working on a work boot, a work husband situation. Yep. And then we got another friend um, whose name I forget, but she is working on the wrong type of Suzanne. She is working on the wrong type of work husband situation because she's leaving her husband who was a cheap, no down, no good, low down. Let me just get my noun out. All right. I went over. Yes. You know how niggas get me. (laughs) Every time I start talking about a cheating, low down, no good, saps like a sorry, ain't, ain't worth a hill of beans ass nigga. It mm. just takes up a lot of time. Damn. Yeah. So that's strike yeah. one for me. That's strike one. Dang. Well, Could you tell the in. listeners how it works? Yes. Um, every week, Alexis is given a chance to explain the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. Now, we do this family feud style. You got three chances to get it right. And after the third strike, she's out of here. I mean, literally, she's out of here. I have to find another co-host to host this show with me every week. So <laughs> let's just hope that this is the only X on your record. Wow. All right. Now, if you can find somebody who want to listen to you sing <laughs> 2000s R&B challenge, 60 second challenge, 60 second challenge, then by all means, <laughs> anyway. Well, we done made it through. This is probably the longest it's taken us <laughs> to get to the next portion of the show because Miss Johnson wants to wants to be silly. <laughs> Shout out to Kelly Rowland. 60 second challenge. I would do okay. that all episode. It's okay if it's in the name of uplifting another black woman. So shout Thank out to you. Kelly Rowland. But now yes. that we know what we watched and we know um a sizzling single from Kelly Rowland from whatever mm-hmm. year. I think we're ready to get into our 2013. Thoughts. 2013. Thank you. Yeah. Our correspondent on the ground has given us uh, that information. That's yeah. 2013. I think we're ready to get into our general thoughts on, if not now, when? 
All right, y'all, before we get into our general thoughts on, if not now, when, the listeners out there, listen to me closely, because this this is this is really just for y'all. We love that you all enjoy the show every single week, and you come back here and hear our opinions and what we have to say about these films each and every week. But if y'all could do us one, one teeny little favor... We would love for y'all to send us in some suggestions on either something you've watched and you want to hear our opinions about, or, you know, even better, do you agree with what we have been saying about these films? And we are two seasons in now. So feel free to hit us up on any of our social handles. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. If you went to emails, you could do that too. But we want to hear from y'all, the listeners, because we do it for y'all, literally. All right, y'all. So let us know. Back to the show. So, Sydney, what did you think mm-hmm. of If Not Now, when? I will say, uh, the opening scene, I didn't, it was kind of giving me Fall, what's that movie? Um, a Girl Girls. Like Grace. Oh, no, A Girl Like Grace what energy. What was Fall Girls? Oh, that was that Netflix That was movie. on Amara La Negra, right? Yeah, that was different. Was different, that? Different, different movie, yeah. Girl Like Grace with Raven Girl Simone like Grace. and little jackets. Right? Yes, I thought it was going to be a very traumatic filled film and just things that I just wasn't really um, ready or in the the mind space or set to get through and watch. But no, this was very different. This movie was truly just about these four women who have been friends since the early aughts, um, like actual day ones. And they all are in some point in their, somewhere in their lives, kind of down in their luck a little bit and being there for each other and getting each other back to being whole and also being friendly again. And I'm always down for a movie like that, just about some good old fashion sisterhood and friendship. And I like the movie overall. I was, I'm a fan of uh, lots of members of this cast, uh, like Mr. Niles Fitch and Lexi Underwood, of course, Miss Megan Good. So um, I, I think everyone all in all did a great job. So I'm excited to talk more about this movie. What did you think? Now, just to piggyback, Oh, I'm such uh-huh. a. I feel like I'm in class again. Miss Megan Good was also in A Girl Like Grace, hmm. and she if sure I'm was. not mistaken, was she a part of the crew for the movie as well? Did she not have a directorial like way or like producing? Was she a producer? Or I think she produced it like her because she has a production company. Her and her husband, I think yeah. they produced A Girl Like Grace. Oh, okay. So I, the reason I say that is because I'm glad to see her doing something different or something better. That movie mm-hmm. really left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, so I'm happy for it to be different now. This movie felt had, had more of a Sister Code feel for me. And that's a good thing. Um, because yeah. Sister Code is, if I had to, maybe I should write this up, put it on the website. Maybe we could both. <laughs> if I had to like have like a top 10 of like uh, in the past decade, black indie, like elite category films that everybody knows about and like yep. is like some of the most successful black, in- successful and good black indies of the last decade. Sister Code is up at the top of that list. Like it's, it may not be number one, but it's definitely up there. Easily. We um, should do a poll on Twitter. We'll do that. The week this episode yeah. comes out, we'll do a poll. Yeah. yeah, we should. We should because, uh, yeah. So me saying it's like Sister Code's a good thing because we get the flashback to see the bond of them when they were young. And then we see how they've drifted away now in adulthood. Um, so I personally liked the movie. Um, 
I thought the characters were believable, these women, um, very much so. I liked that each of the characters was distinct. I wasn't yes. like confused on like whose journey or on what each character I was clear on what their journey was. Right. And right. it wrapped up nicely. I, frankly, I don't have any complaints about the movie. Me same. Pretty good. Not at all. Yeah. Same. And I forgot to shout out um in the opening uh cast. Our good sis, uh, a friend of the show, Miss Valerie Pettiford, mm-hmm. um, gracing <laughs> us with her, <laughs> her How presence. is she a friend of the show? Are you manifesting? <laughs> I am she manifesting. I was going to say, when, did you DM with Valerie Pettiford and not tell me? <laughs> I should, actually. But we always sing uh, Miss Pettiford's graces. Yeah. She's honestly probably one of my favorite actresses, kind of period. Like anything she's in. I'm always a fan of her and her performance. So, yeah. There's a bullet point in my notes toward the end of my notes, like the end of the movie that says, it simply just says, ladies and gentlemen, long ellipses, capital mm-hmm. letters, Valerie Pettiford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love her. Yeah. Love her. So, friend of the show, Miss um, Pettiford, if you're listening, uh, we'd love to have you on the show also. So, please, feel free oh, to, you know. Send us an email at thenewchitlincircuit at gmail.com. Um, and I, I probably will also slide in your DMs after this. So, yeah. yeah. I'd love yeah. nothing more. I really do love mm-hmm. her work. She seems like a really fun person, too. She does. Um, okay. Now that we know how we're feeling about the movie, let's get on into some of these scenes. How about we? Mm-hmm. Well, here on the New Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene of the movie. Um, I've heard other people do it different ways, but frankly, that's not relevant at this moment <laughs> because you know, where we are Sydney, mm. we're on the new Chitlin circuit. Period. All right. So this movie opens up, uh, we, we're in a flashback back high school days, back in the days mm-hmm. when they was young, they're not a kid anymore. Um, mm. and they are a, a prep preparing to do some choreography, um, for mm-hmm. a boy, uh, <laughs> um, which was, I, have you ever done anything like this? I have not. Um, this, no, I've I've never done that for a boy, um, and I never plan to. But it's hard I, to wrap I, my head around. Um, yeah, who was the one who was doing the asking? Was it D or was it was it, it was D Tyra? It was D. It was D. Yeah. So she choreographed the dance in which she's the lead. Oh, because that makes sense because she ended up being a choreographer. Mm-hmm. And there was the, the the purpose of the dance was to do it in front of this boy in the gym after school and say, yeah. mm, mm, mm. hey, boy, you want to go to prom with me? Go to Marcus. Go to Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and he said no, because boys, yeah. men just love humiliating women because it was a good dance. <laughs> yeah, it was a good dance. They had their own little music. It was cute. They had a sign that Tyra was holding on the sidelines, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, boys don't have no taste when they're that young. So You know what it made me think of? Like, because hmm. I thought that it wasn't supposed to be, but, like, the the setup of the scene was kind of comedic to me. It yeah. felt more like that scene in Awkward Black Girl when Issa Rae is rapping to <laughs> Kevin McCall. Yes. <laughs> Call me Lil' yeah. Kim. Because I got Cause a crush on you. Want to make you my boo. My carpool boo. with you to school. <laughs> I got that That's, ill nana. No, no foxy. foxy. <laughs> so what you say, boo? You got me? You got me? <laughs> <laughs> and the nigga said, nah, no. I'm good. <laughs> And that's what it felt like. Because that's what the, the boy was like. 
I don't uh, think so. No, no. <laughs> Shout out to Easter Ray. That girl knows she funny. No fox. <laughs> it's the inflection. Yeah. It was a good rap, to be honest. Yeah, and this was, was a good, good dance. And men just like this to humiliate women. Mm-hmm. So this is also where we find out that Tyra's pregnant this whole time. She's been she's yeah. like eight months pregnant and nobody knew somehow. Hiding up under baggy clothes. Um, the reason why she didn't want to dance with them because they had they had on their little tube tops. She said, mm, yeah, know my boobs are distract the boys. But it's really that belly would distract the boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is where we also get, like, we get good characterization of uh, the friend Suzanne, who is the, yes. uh, I don't, I feel it's pertinent. I want to bring it up. She is the only light-skinned member of the group. <laughs> <laughs> it feels pertinent. Megan Good is light-skinned, Tyra? I would not say so. I would say that oh, okay. she's a medium brown woman. She's darker than Beyonce. That's kind of the litmus for me. Okay. Th- oh, okay. That's, I, I can agree with that. Okay. Thank you for stretching your, uh, <laughs> for suspending your disbelief a little bit. Thank yeah. you. I saw that in your eyes and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she sees that her friend, water done broke on the ground, screaming at agony in birth, mm-hmm. in labor. Mm-hmm. And what Miss mm. Suzanne wants to add to it is judgment. Talking about some girl. Oh my God, you're supposed to be graduating this year. Do you think that's helpful? <laughs> what killed me was what, what was it? Was it D who said we could have thrown you a baby shower? Oh. Girl, 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 girl. <laughs> and, and Patty was the only one together enough to be like, yes. y'all, shut the fuck shut up. Shut up. Call nine one one. We need an ambulance. Yeah, an ambulance. Yeah. Ambulance. <laughs> so then we get zoom because I didn't know where the movie was gonna go from here because me either. I didn't know how long we were gonna stay in the flashback or mm-hmm. like I didn't know. That's why I was saying I was like, oh, I was hoping it's not some girl like Grace. The girl gives birth and then it's I don't know. She's an unfit mother and also I was, I wasn't trying to see all of that. I'm glad they didn't take us there though. It was very much not that. Yeah, I'm glad too. And we get zoomed 15 years later to the present day and Tyra's in the hospital again, but we don't Mm -hmm. know why yet. Um, Right. And this also seems like a reunion for some of the girls. Suzanne hasn't seen them in a while. Yeah. Yeah. We find Mm -hmm. out it's been like six years since they last spoke to Suzanne, which is like, Mm -hmm. ooh, but y'all was tight. Yeah, so we get this scene in the hospital room where Tyra's, you know, packing up to be discharged. She's leaving. And it's kind of an intervention, but more Mm -hmm. judgmental. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this is where we realize Tyra has an addiction problem. And I want to put a pin right here. Mm -hmm. I think it's time for Black storytellers, um, Black, you know, creators of any medium to start telling addiction stories with a little bit more care. Um, mm. I don't think this is as bad as like uh, Curtis Payne calling Janine all type of crackhead. <laughs> a crackhead. House of Pain. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was as bad as that. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. like people's uh, like understanding of addiction is pretty narrow, like culture, like right. uh, just what we as a culture see it as and understand it as. It's true. It's, it's, we all see at least from, you know, perspective you you hit the crack pipe once you Mm -hmm. are a crackhead that's like the overall consensus culturally you take one too many pills um and then now you're a junkie or even if you do have a dependency which like many people develop like drug Mm -hmm. dependencies 
Uh, yeah. Now you're just you're a junkie, you're a junkie, and you're like, you just are just you know like they Throwing your they life take away, away your agency you know. as well because that's what they did to her in this movie. They put her in a rehab that she couldn't get out of um, without yeah. her husband's signature, and like it ended up helping her. It did, but I'm like, she a grown ass woman. Like, of yeah. course, she did need help. Like, she OD'd. She did need help. But, yeah. like... But in cases like that, like, she's not a minor. She's exactly. a, a full... She's, like, in, they're in their 30s, a full adult. I'm not going to have no other adult have to sign me out of rehab. I, I'm going to either stay or leave. And I think one thing, if I would want anybody to know anything from what I've learned, like, in research mm-hmm. and reading about uh, addiction in the past, like, just year or so, because I'm, I'm just learning this stuff, too, y'all. It's, mm-hmm. like... The twelve-step program and the way the conventional drug addiction treatments that we have have mm-hmm. an incredibly low uh, success rate over time. I'm talking like under ten mm. percent. So, like, it's it would be one thing if the judgment and the like forcing people to do things a certain way and like doubling up the judgment. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would be one thing yeah. if it worked, but it doesn't. So right. we would save more lives and help more people if we started putting a little bit more care into things. And I was hoping to see, I was, I was hoping that this was, that these characters were, got a little bit more caring, but lucky mm. for Tyra, the character, she just got with the program rather quickly. Cause if she hadn't, they would have thrown her ass to the, to the side. Well, she also had Valerie Pettiford, her character true, in the film, true. I think was her, her, her best advocate in her, her journey to, you know, getting through her addiction. I think she showed the most care for Tyra, but also because we find out later on uh, her character, the counselor was also an addict. So she, yep. you know, she has more close empathy to what Tyra is going through. Mm-hmm. You right. You yeah. right. And that's another thing about movies. So I think people are going to write about this decades from now, movies and TV, every mm-hmm. movie TV character in the whole world has such easy access to black female therapists. That's so true. <laughs> Which is so like, the rest of us, I, mean, I talk to my white lady every week and she is lovely, but <laughs> every uh, TV character, every black therapist, you know when you see the pan up from the uh, therapist's uh-huh. pen and pad, that it's yep. going to be some black lady with a yep. Well, her little glasses wig. on. Yeah. Curly, with- yep. Peeking out over her glasses. So... Yeah. Uh huh. I just wanted mm-hmm. to put. I'll take the pin out. But I was just. I was hoping for more care. And frankly, this wasn't that bad or anything like that. But it was just on top of my mind. Uh, and gotcha. watching this, so we get Tyra's story. Um, mm-hmm. she's got her daughter. Her daughter's very smart and like just a precocious young lady. Um, yeah. Who would you like to talk about next? Where you want to take it to next? Is um, I, we can go in order. Um, so yeah. let's go because then we we zoom over to to Didi, uh, Deidre's. Uh, her situation so we see her um she uh getting home after having you know waited up for tyra to see make sure she was okay you know they've checked her in her rehab she has her own little family situation going on so her now ex-husband is Mm -hmm. back in the picture after having left her and their son um some years ago because he couldn't get with her dream of being a dancer a wife Mm -hmm. and a mother But now he's trying to get back in her good graces. So she is, you know, slowly trying to open back up to him and let him back into this family picture. Uh, And I liked her story a lot, actually. She was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. 
Yeah. My yeah. note when I first seen that, because she comes home and he's laying on the couch and he's like, uh-huh. clearly he just fell asleep. He's still got his work clothes on. So he takes, yeah. she takes his boots off for him and like, you know, puts a blanket on him. And they wake up in the morning. And I'm thinking, you know, he had the textbook on his chest. So I'm thinking he just fell asleep studying in there together. But we learned that they're divorced, like you said. Um, and he is trying his damnedest <laughs> to I mean, get his woman back. <laughs> back in the, to get, so, I mean, because if you the man moved across the country, he did, yeah. like he was. He is trying his damnedest. Yeah. And my only my note in this scene where we met him, his name's Jackson, and they got little mm-hmm. Jackson Junior. <laughs> yeah, little JJ. Uh huh. My note is why. It, my note says, and why is she not with this black king? <laughs> and why? <laughs> well, we know why because he trifling. How well, did I miss that? How was he trifling? When did we find that out? Um, so after, uh, so they, she comes back from something. No, they go on a date. He's like, let's go out. You know, I'm trying to, you know, take you out, whatever. They come back home and she's like, I don't know if, you know, if I, if I want to do this. Cause after, you know, you left us and oh. I, I can't think, I don't think I can open. This is not our family anymore. Like you're just here to help me out with our son we are not a family that's when we find oh. out that they have like it's not just they broke up and he wasn't around it's like he like literally left the state hopped yes. like called ass yeah she's yeah. i can't trust you oh no i i get that okay yeah. <laughs> i missed that part maybe i was up in the kitchen or something i missed that yeah, it part. was right before they sex scene i saw that Oh. <laughs> here's a note to the casting director where you get these men from girl, girl. <laughs> all the men in this movie was beautiful they was they really was i i Shout must say <laughs> casting by kimberly harden and kimberly mccullum shout out to you ladies shout out to kim and kim because <laughs> y'all did that um yeah. Yeah, so I, they actually they, that was one of my favorite uh, stories storylines of the movie because like, yeah, it was complex and that's how love be mm-hmm. right. Now Miss Patty is mm-hmm. a she works in the hospital. She's a nurse. Yeah. She's a nurse. Yes, mm-hmm. and she has a work bay. <laughs> she be mm-hmm. eating lunch with, and he's <laughs> like the, the the thing I love about him and Jackson is that these are black men. These are just grown ass men who know what they want. And I love that. And he's like, look, woman, (laughs) I want you. I want to take you out. (laughs) I want to buy you things. Don't say no. (laughs) Come on. What I got to do? Pick a time, pick a place. What I got to do. Right. Right. And he's charming and he's nice. Um, Oh, I get it. What do you finally get? Wait. Can I amend my general thought? <laughs> sure. I said I liked the movie. It was decent. I think I really uh, like it. <laughs> it was a really good I th- movie. I think I really like it. What I just got right then was uh-huh. each of these four women follow mm-hmm. me. They situation. The answer to their situation was a question. Being, if not now, if not then now, when? When? Exactly. And nobody said it in the movie, so it was like it was. It wasn't heavy handed, but like right. literally, that's. Wow. That's the the theme. Yes. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. It was good. That's good. Okay, let's shout out to Yeah. (laughs) Tamara and Megan. Y'all, y'all did your thing with the writing. It was it was was good. I get it. Because 
Patty is held up because even though she likes this man, he's great to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's scared to get involved because she was involved in a man who was like, oh, it's fine that you can't have kids and then changed yeah. his mind. I, will, I mean, even after. though Walter did hit her with the Dr. Jackie, how she did Buffy, because Buffy, you can relate. He You're did. infertile. He did, he did hit her with that. I was like, oh, wait he a did. minute. Pump your brakes, mm-hmm. brother. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, he did go something about her cracked up uterus. Yeah, I said, that's not funny. Why that's would you funny, say brother. that? That's not cute. Yeah, but she thought it was cute. I guess she had a sense of humor about it. If my uterus is cracked up, I don't think I would find that. Yeah, I, I was okay. Well, <laughs> me and this cracked up uterus are walking away. That's yeah. what I would have said to him. Um, now, now we did this on purpose because let's get to Miss Suzanne. Yeah. <laughs> Save the mess for last. (laughs) Yeah, her shit is the most in shambles. Walk us through. Yeah. Uh, Miss Suzanne, who she hasn't spoken to her best friends in six years, she is married to a baller. Well, a former Mm -hmm. baller. Um, Mm -hmm. His career has since ended. He was in the NFL. He is hurt. I mean, his knees is all messed up. And when your knees go bad, you can't play ball no more. Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I need to have a podcast nigga moment, a Twitter nigga moment. <laughs> Ladies, look, if you can get a ball player, most of us don't mm-hmm. really have a choice. We don't have our pick of the litter of professional athletes. So if you get one, stick with what yeah. you got if you luck mm-hmm. up, right? But if you have a choice between mm-hmm. sports, just simply speaking of ROI on the marriage, yeah, yeah. football is not the way to go. Their careers the are least. short. Yeah. And they don't come out with no sense after they retire. Mm, they sure don't. <laughs> it's not worth it. And sure and Miss Suzanne is a great example of that. Like That's my man my said from the 85 South show, they be scrambled by the time they retired. I mean, brains yeah. is all scrambled. Scrambled they, and fried. Now, if you want to get you a man, a baseball player, because mm-hmm. they always gone. Yep. <laughs> they make good money. Mm-hmm. And they could play today 40 if they were so true. <laughs> at a certain so position. True. Mm-hmm. That's true. They don't even got to for real stay in shape for real. Because I don't mm-hmm. see some of them baseball players, bellies and all. They still yeah. swing in the bat. Yes, yeah, still. So that's that's the highest return on your investment right there is a baseball player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Use our advice. If you're going to get you a ball or shot caller. Mm-hmm. Now look at yourself. Route. You turned mm-hmm. on a film review podcast today <laughs> thinking you was just going to get a film review. And no. you just got some, you just got some amazing advice. I'm so amazing. proud of you, girl. Mm-hmm. Statistically, mm-hmm. I know you're a girl. <laughs> I've yeah, seen yeah. the analytics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leave that man. You don't want Leave that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take it gonna away. Be all bad. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so this man, uh, Suzanne's husband's name was Trevor. Trevor. He, that was good. You remember it. Thank He's you. also unfaithful to his wife. Yeah. Uh, many affairs, many uh, almost babies. Uh, just not a very trustworthy, slimy, sleazy guy. And also just mm-hmm. not very nice to Suzanne. Yeah, and now he's but a drunk. Now he's a drunk. And here's yeah. the kicker. Now she's pregnant mm-hmm. with his baby. That's, what, but it gets that's even, what caught me up. Yeah, but it gets even, there's another level to it. Because Suzanne also been dipping and diving. Emotionally. After marriage. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, yes. Uh, she got her a little. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> she got her a little work, boo. Too. And he is aware that she is pregnant and is willing to be the father of this child. Now, wait a minute now. <laughs> Fellas. <laughs> <laughs> now, for a woman, I suppose a good come up is marrying a ball player. 
for a straight mm-hmm. woman because as a gay woman, them WM- I make more than a WNBA player. It's not going to work out. It's Yikes. not a come up. <laughs> Yikes, yeah. But as a straight woman, it's a good come up. But as a straight man, if you can get with a ball player's baby mama, <laughs> that's a come up. You see why Ooh. he didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying uh, to think. There's some men in Hollywood who did that, right? I Gotta mean, be. Eva Longoria's been with uh, a lot the of best, guys. Uh, Matt Barnes' teammate. Yeah. Well, I wanted to discuss the work husband, who I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get his name. I didn't either. Um, let me look through the cast list. Hang on. Was it Henry? I'm fine with that. So, yeah. no, I it was think, not Henry. Okay. It's yeah. So let's scratch it. We'll just say work bay. Work bay. I think mm-hmm. she took work husband too damn far because he in the office giving her a foot massage. Um, <laughs> and personally, had I walked past her office window and seen that, I would. That's a hostile work environment. I don't, I don't feel I'm comfortable. I'm turning around and I'm marching to HR yeah, immediately. Yeah, because he's about to come out here and shake my hand after right. rubbing on this lady's feet. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't see I, him whispering in her ears, whispering yeah. sweet nothings, talking about some. I can't, can't wait to be with you. I don't like these that. are glass walls. Everybody can see y'all. Mm-mm. I don't like that. I think Mm-mm. she took it too far. A work husband, yeah. you do something like bring him some of the cookies you made last night, or, right, <laughs> or right, like, right, right, you right. know, let like, him buy your coffee in the morning. Let you him know. buy your coffee at the coworker happy hour. Your drink at the coworker happy right. hour. Like, you know, you don't. Maybe share an Uber because y'all going in the same direction home. But and even then, it. if you're married, that's too far. Sharing yeah. an Uber with somebody and he know where you live, that's too far. Yeah. If you marry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think she took yeah. that far. But the same question was for her. That Her arc was answering the same question. If mm-hmm. I don't leave this nigga now... Then when? Then when? It's going to be a good time. Um, Suzanne was very committed to doing things right. Because that's what, you know, her yeah. character. She kept saying. I think that they did a phenomenal job in this movie of yeah. making it clear what every single character really cared about. Not just on the surface yes. level. Because on the yes. surface, Suzanne cared about, you know, having the appearance, appearance of a happy home. Yeah, and looks. But yep. really mm-hmm. what it was is that she just believed, like her internal philosophical belief is that if yep. you do right, right come to you. So you right, should always right. do right. And mm-hmm. as it turns out, girl, it ain't the case. You did it right it and your case, husband's yeah. a dud. <laughs> yeah, big dud yeah. with bad knees at yeah. too. Imagine. Oh. And your career is over. Oh, my God. Oh, Ladies, what the if, hell you if gonna you're do listening... With that Leave that football player alone. You don't want that. Let him. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Because he going to have mm. your, if you have a little boy by him, he going to have your little boy out there in that helmet too. Oof. Getting his Mm-mm. little uh, adolescent brain scrambled up. Mm-mm. Yeah. You don't want that. No you good. don't want that. Get somebody who play golf. <laughs> that, that, mm-hmm. that that little winning bag, that the, that's good. That's good right there. Get mm-hmm. you a damn esports gamer. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to be with the times. I'm trying to be up to date. I don't want as long no as he owns a team. If he's on a say, team, they get. I don't paid. want no man in my house playing video games all day. That's not gonna happen. Sydney, I don't know how to tell you this. You're straight. <laughs> That's going to happen to you. Your man's going to be playing video games. You're being weird. All day. <laughs> some some of the time. Oh God! It's a hobby. It's no different thing. What's the, what's different about him playing a video game all day and him going playing golf all day? Golf is like it's a status thing. That's what it is. I'm being um, 
It's almost yeah, like you're being classic. Because he, out, he ain't yeah, nothing. That's what it is. He ain't doing nothing out there except hitting them balls in the damn sand and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's not any healthier than playing yeah. video games. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't believe you made me defend a theoretical straight man. <laughs> Oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So this now now that we know really where all these women is at, Suzanne wants mm-hmm. to do things, play things by the book. And yep. Miss D, she cares about her career. She's a dancer. And that's where, so little Jillian? Jillian, yep. That's Tyra's daughter. Tyra's mm-hmm. daughter. Because as, as we remember, Tyra done went to the rehab. So Jillian got to go somewhere. And she's been staying with yeah. her auntie Patty. Yep. <laughs> um. And she's been going to Miss D's dance class where she meets Michael. Michael. A boy her age. A fave age. of the show, yes. Yeah. Um, all, for any of the listeners who've been here with us for a while, y'all know we love This Is Us. We um, do. Oh, I can't wait for it to come back. Ugh. Final season. Lots it's of tears. Oh, because they've been teasing me about these old ass, you know, uh, versions Pearsons. of everybody in this uh-huh. house for two uh-huh. years. <laughs> now that's too damn long. I bet they didn't plan that because the pandemic. Nah. But yeah, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Mr. Niles Fitch uh, mm-hmm. as Michael from he plays young Rand- teenage Randall in This yeah. Is Us. Um, really talented actor. This is the first indie we've seen him in. This is the first time we've had reason it's to true. talk about him on the show. We talk about him all yeah. the time on the phone, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also Lexi Underwood, uh, who's Lil Pearl in Little Fires Everywhere. That's um, where I knew her from. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. she was cussing Carrie Washington out. <laughs> she was cussing. <laughs> she, she was giving Carrie Washington business. The business. <laughs> Oh, I knew I knew her from somewhere. <laughs> a good actress, yeah. right there. Good actress. Uh huh. You got a you got a long career here. Do you, uh, yeah. Miss Lexi? Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, she goes there, and Miss Lexi, she Miss <laughs> Jillian, Miss Jillian, <laughs> <Ms>. Jillian <laughs> played by Miss Lexi. She's um, you know, coming out of her shell a little bit. She's met a mm-hmm. boy. I just I love the way the characters were set up. You know, D is really caring about the kids, and like. Yeah. There are scenes, just little offshoot comments that were getting between Dee and her coworkers at the dance studio where they're telling her an update about a kid. And she's like, oh, that's fantastic. Like, Michael came right. on time. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. So, now, needless to say, this is a happy movie. So, we do get some happy endings. <laughs> we do, which is actually great. But I guess in between all that happy endings, we have to solve this rift between yeah. this friend group and what's been keeping them not as a foursome for the last six years. Uh, and we go, you know, in depth into Suzanne's story and figuring out really what was going on with her the last six years. Uh, there's some beef with her and Patty that we find out. Um, and really just Tyra's been hiding a lot from the friends too. And her, her addiction that she's been going through. And Dee is now a single mama. So she got to raise a baby. Now we do get the happy ending for Mystique because that's what I cared about the most. Because mm-hmm. little, yes. little Jackson Jr. and them little glasses, I just, little, I just want so this family cute. together. I just Same. Want all he together. wanted was a little money for summer camp. He just mm-hmm. wanted to be play Marco Polo in the pool with his daddy. Just he just wanted his little family, and I'm, I'm happy. Little JJ got that at the end of this movie. I'm happy that Miss D got mm-hmm. a man who was ready to commit again, a yes. man who was ready to show that commitment, and mm-hmm. just a, a generally more grown-up man than the one she had the first time, it sounds like. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what I'm and saying? And also ready to 
uh, be a supportive partner in her career because yeah. her dance career was very important to her and he could handle that yep. six years prior, but now he's on board. And you know, I think that would be a good experiment for a lot of women who like, cause mm. I read those articles last year about everybody, you know, corporate people working from home mm-hmm. and the issue of being a mama. Because the kids was yeah. home too. And we yeah. it, it became very clear to a lot of women that just, just how unevenly split child mm-hmm. rearing is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that would be a good experiment for a lot of women who are like that, who are married, a husband mm-hmm. in the house, and are still mm-hmm. effectively single mothers, like with the yeah. amount of work they do. It would be a good experiment to let that nigga live somewhere else. And because men well, who ooh, co-parent Alexis, end up doing more work. Here's the experiment. Yeah. Life swap. That swap. <laughs> That's not that. What does that solve? <laughs> it showed them you got this good thing over here in the house already. You need to step up and do more. Because when the black ladies would come into them trashy white homes and whip everybody into shape, <laughs> and then the, the black woman will still fall has apart. to do too much work in that scenario. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Because <laughs> either way, both the families is falling apart without the mamas in the house. <laughs> Yeah, switch back for it, you know, for it to get right. The problem stays the same. <laughs> That's true. I think if because men who actively co-parent end up doing more parenting than they mm. would if they was in the house with the kids. That's and true because you have to like make an actual effort to be you around have to make the, kid the actual all the time. effort. Uh huh. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. feel like Miss D got a much more involved parent out of her partner Jackson. Mm-hmm. From having to co-parent for a while because he yeah. like you like he's not going to go back to like having her cook all the time and having her help him with the homework all the time and I think that would be a good experiment for a lot of women who are dealing with that so now try that at your own risk yeah I was gonna say so should they, are they should they kick their men out the house for um a few weeks if you have the means if you have the means okay. for him to comfortably means. live somewhere else for a couple of Okay, I think but, three months is a but good... But you set up like some kind of a schedule so the kids are with you, you yeah. know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. and weekends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Let us I know mean, if, um, if, yeah. if you're married and you listen to the show and you have children young enough to do that, uh, if you do try it, I, we'd like to hear some results. Let's just see. Um, yeah. Don't credit me, though. I didn't tell you to do that. Nevertheless. If, if your marriage ends, credit Alexis. <laughs> only if it ends (laughs) so random thing in the movie victor oladipo (laughs) he's he's an executive producer that's why he's in the movie i want to say something (laughs) about victor oladipo no i want to say something uh to victor oladipo oh okay not about victor oladipo to him okay hi there so (laughs) My name's Alexis. I don't know if you know. Um, I just thought, you know, your short time on the screen uh, was still great. Um, uh-huh. And, I, you know, I love your performances on the court as well. Um, he still played for the Pacers? No, he with the Heat. Um, I actually don't. I didn't watch the last season of basketball. <laughs> oh. Um, and I just, you know, I'm a fan on the court. I listen to some of your music. Um if you're in DC at any time, you know, I know some good coffee shops. So I think we can, you know, just get to know each other. Thanks. Wow. And confirmed he is currently with the heat. I'm such a sporty girl. I know all this <laughs> stuff. 
You say that every time you know a fact about sports. <laughs> so sporty. I know all this stuff. Wow. I knew his former team and his current team. That's wifey material, Alexis. I, <laughs> I hate when you say that. <laughs> I hate when you say that. Because if you was out with a man and he knew every, he's seen every episode live of Real Housewives of Potomac, I don't think mm-hmm. you would consider him hubby material. I would. Because we would, don't have to. I don't have to catch him up on the show. Would you He's not go to one of your non-gay friends and say, uh, "What do you think about this?" <laughs> okay, now that I would do. Okay, exactly. I would do that because you wouldn't bring it to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. So, so, like, he he has a dog. Like, he took sides with Monique and Candace. What should I say? About, like, what does like, that what do you, mean? Do you think that's... What do you think? What does that mean? Yeah, do you think that's... Like, he made me watch the fight in slow-mo. So like, what does that mean? He has a R-H-O-P commentary channel on YouTube. <laughs> he uses the hashtag on Twitter every Sunday. <laughs> now, what does that mean? Now, that's something for your ass right there. <laughs> Now, my last note on the movie as we were wrapping up, you know, Tyra um, finishes her her time in rehab. Of course, her journey's just begun in sobriety. Mm -hmm. sobriety. But I kind of want a TV show. Like, I would love to see this on my screen. It feels more, it feels like being Mary Jane, but more likable Mm. and more relatable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I just don't see any of these women stealing somebody's sperm and freezing it and like <laughs> doing shit like that. None of that. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or sleeping with married men. I, just... I wouldn't see any <laughs> of these women doing that. Yeah. I agree. I'd like to see. Come on, BET Plus. You got it streaming. So let's start into yeah. a little series. Let's do something with it. Let's do what it do. Yeah. Okay. Like well, Sydney. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't have any more scenes you want to walk through, I'd love to ask you no. a question. Yeah, I'm ready. I I'm pre- prepared. Who came to act? Yes, uh, this this one is a long time coming to, though too because this person has been in some other movies we've reviewed, um, and I haven't gotten the chance to yet nominate them, and I'm very very excited to do it this week. Uh, so. This week's Who Came to Act Award, and I'm going to steal a line from you. If you can do a little with a lot and still mm. make me feel something. You know what I'm saying? And Miss Valerie Pettiford always does that for me, generally watching her acting performances, and she definitely did it again. And if not now, when? So mm-hmm. this week, I'd like to nominate Miss Valerie for the Who Came to Act Award. And honorable mention, honestly, the entire, if not, now win friend group uh patty tyra dd suzanne all y'all great job y'all phenomenal performances in this film as well yeah Mm -hmm. i accept that nomination on miss pettiford's behalf because she's not in the studio with us today um Mm -hmm. excitedly so because we've seen several movies the first movie we reviewed she was in it Um, boy bye i mean like the inaugural (laughs) episode of TNCC. Yeah. So uh, I do accept that. I would like to offer a runner up, however. Yeah, go, go for it. The actress who played Suzanne. Mm-hmm. What was her, her name? Her name is Makia Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Cox really gave me a lot uh, in this movie. Not only is she absolutely stunning, she's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. 
the performance was there. And I don't know if it's it just was. I, we are slanted, biased toward um if it's an ensemble cast, we're biased toward the the mean one or the evil one. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> on this on this uh, show. Um, That's been true. Yeah. Yeah, it's been true historically. Um and yeah. it's not any less true today. So I'd like to offer her the runner up for the who came to act nomination this week because she really served me a lot in those scenes. Um She so, did. Yeah. And I can accept that. Great, great job. Uh Miss Cox. Yeah. Great we job. hope to see you yeah. again so we can give you yeah. that full nomination. And I want to shout out to I don't know if this was Megan Good's directorial debut, hmm. uh, but her and Tamara, uh, they're uh credited as directors of this movie and just great job. Like Megan yeah. obviously has been in the business for a very long time. So like she understands how how things work and how to make shots and how to make stuff look good. And mm-hmm. If it was your debut, I'm not. I need to look look into it and see. But either way, I thought it was yeah. phenomenal. So, yeah, yeah. And to and, and with that, you know, I, I just want to give a shout out to. Well, I guess we already did that. This is usually when I shout out the writer director. But that's <laughs> we already yeah. just did. Yeah, good. Tamara, yeah. Uh, yeah. credited as the writer and director, and yeah, Megan. So yeah, y'all did that. Yeah. I enjoyed this. I this is something I'd rewatch. I would same. Same. Yeah. I think I'm going I'm to show this to uh, my sister while I'm home and she'll watch it with me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we thank y'all again for sitting list with us. I recommend y'all go watch this movie. It was good on BET Plus. Give it a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we'll talk to y'all next week. Oh, here we go. Because if not now, when? When? Just do it now. Just do it now. And don't forget to do your dirty laundry, uh-huh. your dirty laundry. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Sydney, I don't know why you think (laughs) that that's what... You know why people click play on this show every Monday? To hear me sing. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually No. I, ooh, yeah. I regret to inform you. It's not that. That's why. They want to hear the movie review. Like how Tasha Smith said after she did, boom. And she went, yeah. That's how I feel about it. I just said, yeah. Okay. To hear me sing. Okay. Okay, girl. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.